Welcome everyone to episode number one of the Empower Good podcast. Today, I talked to Summer Silvery, the friend who I've actually never met, who risked it all, moved to LA, all to become a professional doodler. Hey, Summer, welcome to the show. Hi, it's so good to be on the show. I know. Well, for those listening, I accidentally forgot to, I forgot to hit the record button. So this is our second time saying this. <laughs> but this will be a really real and raw podcast. It's all good, though, because I'm actually super freaking stoked to be on this. I'm, I'm really excited that you're here, too, because you have a lot of positive energy going on on social media. And I've, it's so funny. Like, I feel like I know you, but we never met. This is our first time actually talking. I know. That's how I feel. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, you, you draw, you're on social media everywhere, uh, et cetera. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, just kind of like your background story, like why are you, you know, doing what you do right now, et cetera? Yeah. So I was attending college and I did not like it at all. I took four and a half years and I dropped out just because I, I wanted a different direction, something that would fulfill me more. And although I didn't know where the path would take me to this point, I kind of just took that leap in figuring out what my passion was. And I went full speed um, with it, which is illustration work and doodling and stuff. And um, as far as the the social media stuff, um, that was kind of my way of displaying my work was through social media, but also my journey, because I think it's really important to, to share with people how, how you got from one place to another, because I know in the grand scheme of things, we kind of all go through the same thing. And it's, it's easier when you're able to relate to someone when you're going through something difficult and transitioning from college to taking that leap of pursuing my passion was pretty intimidating at first. (laughs) I can only imagine. Did you finish college? No, I, I, I refuse to. That's kind of like a, it's like a thing I have with myself. I don't want something to fall back on because I, I, I just don't want, I don't know. It's something weird with me about that. Oh, that's totally okay. I actually recently transitioned out of college too. So nice. I mean, yeah, I mean, cause I've done a lot, a lot of life experience, et cetera, you know, and I just felt like right now, if I pour my energy into actually learning the things that I want to learn in the area of business and entrepreneurial stuff and and marketing, yeah. and then also social media communication, I can be so much more effective. Um, yeah. Better. But that's a whole other topic, whether or not wants <laughs> to go to school or not. I believe in education and just for whatever is relevant to what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with that. Yeah. That's really, really awesome. So fasting forward, right? You're, you're living in Ohio, and then you come over to California, and you're traveling all over the place, and you finally settle down in, in LA uh, doing mm-hmm. doodling. Like, (laughs) do you have another job on the side? Like, how does that work? Um, So I do, there's, it's really, really cool because I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do to, Mm -hmm. to make me happy in regards to work. Because if Mm -hmm. you think about it, work is the biggest chunk of your life, your daily life that you have to, that you have to take care of. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, for people working nine to five or people working for themselves, it is a huge chunk of your day. And if you're not happy throughout your day to day, you are not happy for the majority of your life day to day. So that's crazy. So, um, with my, my illustrations and stuff, and when you said doodling in LA and stuff, it's so funny because everyone, um, not everyone, but a lot of people from back home, they're like, you're in LA doodling. 
And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of interesting, you know? That's, yeah. I can't blame them. But it, it's crazy how things work out. So um, as it being my full-time job, um, when you take random routes and shake up your life and you, you tend to get cool opportunities, crazy opportunities you would have never expected because you kind of took that leap. And I have been doing contract work with companies and people with my illustration stuff, whether it's doing just um, personalized gifts or social media marketing or Mm. stuff like logos, designs for apparel, all this stuff, random different things. But I also, I'm also doing social media content for certain companies as well because I have been so active on social media with my stuff and I provide content like um, video content on my Insta stories and stuff like that. I'm I'm super active on social media and reach out because I wholeheartedly believe in that. So I I've been working with a couple companies for social media content as well. That's awesome. You know, something that really cool that I noticed and I heard in your stories, you know, because I consumed your content is that you had a couple of like almost breakthroughs. Like you're doing, you know, the typical, you know, the things that you're working for different companies, you're doing, making video and maybe illustration artwork, you know, little things here on the side. And that's bringing in enough to, you know, kind of sustain you. But you've mm-hmm. had some other like kind of super cool experiences. Two people in, that I know for sure is Gary Vaynerchuk and the rock Johnson. Tell us about that. And just, cause that's kind of like something that I, I noticed that like, you know, Gary's always talking about the importance of working for free, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of doing cool things. I don't know. You even made me an illustration, which I'm super excited about. <laughs> and, uh, for, I won a little contest on your, on your social media there. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people just think like they need to work, but at the same time here, you're taking time out of your busy schedule to do mm-hmm. stuff for other people. Like tell, tell, tell me about that. Yeah. Um, I completely, completely, completely believe in giving stuff away for free, especially if you're just starting out, no one knows who you are. So to just charge people for your services before you even have any kind of like credibility or any kind of anything is, I I don't believe in that at first. And then, um, just giving back to people who give you their time is, is amazing. But in regards to the rock and Gary Vaynerchuk, um, this is, this is why I believe in social media reach out so much and why I'm constantly on it because I did not have any credibility to my name when I started doing illustration work. And this past year, 2017, I was noticed, retweeted, followed, um, by the rock, which is crazy. I just, I, I made him like an illustration that was meaningful. That's something huge for me, something of value, something meaningful, and it was free. And I took a lot of time making him an illustration of like a collage of all of his movies that he's ever done. And I wrote the rock and then obviously his, um, it's kind of like his logo and everything. And it meant so much to him. And the, the biggest thing that meant the most to him was his quote about having seven bucks in his pocket. Cause that is his story and that's kind of his roots. And that's what I, that's what I love to do is add value in a way that kind of brings people back to their to their roots. Mm-hmm. So he ended up retweeting me and following me. He hung it up in his movie trailer and, um, <laughs> he DM'd me on Twitter and sent me a picture of it hanging up. And it was awesome. It was awesome. And same with Gary, like he retweeted me. I, I made him something of, of value. I made his Gary V wall. That's so famous. So and, he put and, your Gary V illustration of his wall on his wall. 
Yeah, that was his second one. That was this. So he retweeted my first illustration I made him and it actually generated business for me. And it was like the, it was like the first wave of business that I started getting once I started doing illustration work for myself. And, um, that's some side note is if anyone has, if anyone listening right now has something that a service or a product that they can give, I guarantee you can find a way to do it for free to reach out to people. But if you want to grab the attention of certain people, put their push, push notifications on and push it out as much as you can on social media. Cause this is how I did get the attention of Gary and Logan Paul and, um, Dwayne Johnson and stuff. So, so what was the, what was the strategy again? So you basically, you know, let's say for, even for myself, like if I want to, you know, have somebody on my podcast, I want to reach out and I want to connect with like somebody that I really want to connect with is, uh, from underground railroad rescue. I don't know if you've heard like they did a, on sex trafficking and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. you know, they, they rescue children. They do underground operations and they like bust sex traffickers in other countries and stuff. I would yeah. love to have him on my podcast, but like, he's so busy. He doesn't have time for me. Right. Fairly. Mm-hmm. So why don't you repeat that? Cause I'm curious for myself, but also I know the people listening, what was the, uh, yeah, uh, I had zero credibility to my name with illustration stuff. I went to college for communications and marketing. I had no background in like graphic design, software stuff, anything. So in order to push my stuff out there, I had to think of a creative way to make myself stand out for people to notice. And what I did was I created something of value. So Um, there are so many artists, especially in LA, like, oh my gosh, but like you can easily get overwhelmed by the saturation of what other people are doing similar to you. That's why you have to find what your niche is and that your particular podcast, like your podcast, like, Mm -hmm. or whoever, if someone's doing something else, like what sets yourself aside from everyone else. And then, um, once you figure that out, reach out to the people through social media, um, that you, that you want to connect with. So for for instance, your podcast, if you want to reach out to that person, um, what is something that you wholeheartedly believe in your podcast and, and your message that sets you aside from everyone else? Well, I believe that, you know, I mean, a lot of people talk about personal development. A lot of people talk about, you know, entrepreneurial stuff. What I really like about this one is that I've, I've, I haven't heard anything about it. It's mm-hmm. self-development with a purpose, really. And the reason you're doing it, there's this quote that I read when I first started the whole thing, where it basically says, our first duty to God and man is self-development. And mm-hmm. why, is it, why, is it, why is it so important for you and I to become the best versions of ourselves? It's because we, need, we have an obligation to those around us. And so the angle of everything that we're talking about is how can we take our talents public? How can we grow our influence to make a bigger impact? So a lot of people talk about impact, doing good things, like carrying the groceries for grandma, et cetera. Those are all good things but really just strive and be intentional about grow growth mm-hmm. and intentional about helping other people. So, you know, anybody that fits in that category would be perfect on the podcast. Exactly. So when you, that is incredible. First off, second, I think that is a Thank great, <laughs> that's, that's a great way to stand out to the person you want to reach out to. So find a way to put all that information um, visibly in front of him or audio or just words or whatever and push that out but that that is specific to you and that would that's what makes it um valuable and different and if you somehow create a way for what you just said to stand out to him through social media and stuff pump it out to him as much as you can put your push notifications on and every time he makes a post immediately post right underneath of him and comment and say exactly what you do 
I would suggest something short and sorry, short and sweet and to the point. Yeah. Um, but if it, 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 if it has value and it's something that you really believe in, I think other people will obviously gravitate to that because they can, they can feel it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. Put on post notifications and then literally show up in people's lives. That's something I've tried a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and normally I just comment on stuff that I resonate with and, you know, like I resonate with stuff that you said, and then we eventually started, you know, connecting and stuff and it worked out, you know? Yeah. And, and it's funny because a lot of people, they try to connect with people with the whole idea of like, what can I get? What can I get? What can I get? Exactly. Yeah. And you, you appreciate the rock and you appreciate Gary Vaynerchuk for all that Mm -hmm. they've done for you, inspirational and, and et cetera. And did you think like, I'm going to do this even though I don't get anything back kind of a, kind of a mentality? Cause like when I, no. when I first connected with you, I literally, I was like, well, if she's on the podcast, it'd be great, but I just enjoy her stuff. And so <laughs> now, you know, yeah, I, um, you were, you said earlier that I almost had breakthroughs with these guys, um, in my work. And I think that them noticing it just alone is incredible because I knew that they would really appreciate it. But just having that, it's kind of like giving your stuff away for free as for anybody. Um, how I give away stuff for free to my supporters and stuff. It's not that you want anything. It's that you are grateful that they are, they're watching you and stuff and showing gratitude to the people that you admire, showing gratitude to the people who watch you. That, that itself will, like, I mean, that's a gift in itself and things will come from that, but it's not like you're expecting it. Yeah. I like that. And you know, it's, it's easy to say in theory. Um, mm-hmm. I find myself many times, like literally always thinking like, what can I get out of it? Maybe it's just because we're all selfish. I'm selfish naturally, but I found so much more joy in doing what you've been talking about. That's really cool though. It pays off too, but it's also very stressful when you take a lot of time to make things or do things, um, go out of your way for free. And, you're worrying about bills and you have things to take care of temporarily and like the day-to-day life struggles that everyone has to deal with. So it's like, it's easy for me to say, do this for free, do this for free, do this for free. And then it's easy for people to kind of nix that and be like, okay, well I have bills to pay. I have this to do. I can't do that. Like I, this costs me money. I can't, but it's kind of like the, the risk and reward thing temporarily. It's, it's a risk that you're taking, but in the long run, it is so rewarding to, to do that. And you just have to, there's always a way to, to give. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I, I just believe that, you know, a lot of people say that as well, that it goes along with that is that when you do the right thing, it eventually come back to you, whether you call that providence or karma or, you know, you know, God or whatever, like if you do what's right, you're going to win. And absolutely, that's, that's what really matters. Uh, let me, let me ask you this question. Um, have you, have you always been into doodling and, uh, that kind of thing? Cause I know that I, I'm a, I'm a natural creative. And I remember mm. when I was like a kid, I would draw in like elementary school and stuff. And back in Norway where I used to live, um, you know, we learn all kinds of things from like knitting, crocheting and like all the cool things that you learn in elementary school. But then you give, become an adult and yeah. you don't do it anymore. And I remember once, like several years ago, I had a girlfriend, all of a sudden I'm busting out, like making cards and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but that, you know, so like, you know, like it just kind of like developed, you know, and I've always mm-hmm. been a creative, but, but I realized even in my, I just sing and play a little bit too. It's just gotten better and better over the years. Like, have you always been into drawing 
Was this like a recent epiphany or like, <laughs> tell us that. Um, I've actually always been a creative too. I've been that person who would make presents for my family and like make them homemade cards and all that stuff. But when I was younger, I used to make poems and stories and then I could random like fun fact is I learned how to play the piano when I was eight, but like I self-taught myself, have no idea how to, how to read music, but I could dream a song and play it. I don't know how that worked. That was so weird. But then when like middle school and high school and the busy life, sports, college, all this stuff happened, I, I, and I got really bad ADD and I could not focus on anything and I refused to take medicine for it. And throughout middle school and high school and college and all that stuff, I would doodle to help myself focus. And I did that every single day. I would take a dry erase board to college lectures with me. It was so embarrassing. I would take it out of, out of my book bag and just doodle. And then I would erase it and then I keep doodling. So it has been like side by side with me for a while, but as I think as I've gotten older, as I've exposed myself to more things and as technology has gotten better, I have developed way new style, like way different styles. So that, that's really cool. Cause that kind of shows that practice does make perfect almost, you know, like, Come, a lot, oh my gosh, a lot yeah. of people, this is my, this is what I wanted to bring out of this question is that a lot of people feel like they need to be a pro. Cause I talk to people and say, Hey, you have a talent for X, Y, Z. You should take your talents public. You should start using this, teach people, inspire mm-hmm. people, whatever. They're like, but I'm not a pro. I don't know how to speak and be all like, like Joel or whatever, you know, like I'm not a Gary or I'm not, you know, whatever. Yeah. like comment on that. Like, do you have to be a pro to start sharing, you know, what you know? No. And I think it's, it's, oh my gosh, no, I, it's different when you're pursuing your passion and you're trying to go after something that you, you love, love, love. That is something that you, I think you really do kind of have to be obsessed with it and really, really enjoy it. Um, Obsessed with and talent and like extremely like expert at it is two different things. Would you say? Yeah. So with that, I would, you, you don't just become the best thing ever. And it's, this reminds me of the quote, I I'm totally going to butcher it, but it's just about like skill and talent. Like you can have awesome talent and something, but if you don't develop it or do anything good with it by adding skill and learning more and like actually trying to get better, then you're just going to stay the same. And you have like, you have to have to get better. And it's so cool seeing the beginning of, I don't know, making videos when I first started doing Insta stories and making videos. Oh my gosh. It was so embarrassing. I was so terrified to do that at first. Me I too. still haven't. I've, I've done so much public speaking in my life, but I was like terrified the first video back in June. I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to do a podcast. I know it's so it's very awkward and it's uncomfortable. And that is, that all goes away after you continue to do it. And it only gets better the more you do it. So it's just like anything else, like any new job that you've ever had, any new relationship you've ever been in. The beginning is awkward, uncomfortable, but you get used to it and you get better at it if you allow yourself. That's so true. And, and I think that's a common thing. It's funny. I say people that I talk to, but you and I both experience that, you know, just <laughs> both comfortable, like, you know, facing your fears, but also just talent wise, you know, the mm-hmm. more I sing and play on the guitar, the better I get. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited about that. And I, you know, just even, you know, from your journey, you said the same thing, like you've always done that, but you're, as you communicated your thoughts and ideas and like in drawing, it actually got better and your style changed and it becomes more of who you are and, and you yeah. know, what other people need as well. I want to talk to you about something that's really, really like, a, like, I'm gonna be honest, a struggle for me. 
Okay. And I heard my friend uh, mention this term the other day and it's called, he said like a lot of people have gas. And I was like, what in the world? Like <laughs> it's a term, G-A-S is an acronym that says gear acquisition syndrome. And I know that you like talk about in many of your videos that you literally started this whole thing by just making a very small purchase, an iPad and, and a, what is it called? Apple pen or, an mm-hmm. iPad or whatever they call it. Right. Apple pen. Yeah. I I'm of the, I'm of the class of people that I love buying things and I feel like I can't do it properly if I don't have all the equipment. Now I knew I was going to do long term. So I got myself a nice mic. I, I love the mic. Mm-hmm. Not, but, <laughs> but like, even with this, there's always things you can buy. There's always things. And I remember you did a video recently just rebuking and just, and I, I think I even DM'd you. I was like, thank you so much. That was a good reminder. So I can't remember what, like comment on that. Like, do you really need all the fancy equipment to start something? I'm so happy. I'm very happy that you, you asked this. Um, so when I made my transition from Ohio to Silicon Valley to LA, I made my transition of living in a house with like all of this stuff and like a car, all these things, material, like material items and all that stuff to two suitcases to like, that's it. And the only like businessy thing I had and for working for myself was that iPad and the Apple pen. And I completely, completely, completely believe that if you want to start something and you're really, really eager to, you will learn as much as you can and you will figure ways and how to do that. And I don't believe that you need all the fancy equipment. You definitely don't. I have the small iPad pro and everyone's like, how can you do your business on that? Like the, the tiny one, like what, what about the big one or whatever? I'm like, I didn't have money for that. Are you kidding me? I used like my whole month's paycheck on just, and it was only like a thousand dollars. I didn't have anything. So I didn't, I was freaking out. Um, but there's so many things on the internet for free. There's so many apps and softwares and so many different things. If you research and stuff, you can get for free. And I think if you really want it, you'll find a way to make it work. But I think a lot of people get caught up in the material stuff and setting everything up and making everything look pretty and buying the next specs or like the top most updated thing. And then they don't realize like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta actually put money into your business in ways that will actually like, like affect you in the best way right now. Like you don't need all this. You don't need all this stuff right now. I totally agree. And I, I naturally have that syndrome. Gas. <laughs> I, I have gas. No, I think it's the funniest. So awkward. But anyways, gear acquisition syndrome, but it's so true. You know, there's, I think because of that thought in general, and also like seeing you say that, and I was like, you know what, that's right. You know, like I can do you know what I need to do. Like there's a guy that's super successful. He literally just records on his iPhone headphones, his whole podcast. Right. And the guy's like, yeah, that's more right. And, um, you know, and it just really, really means, to, you know, it points towards content and how important it is, you know? And, yeah. uh, another thing that I want to ask you about real quick is, um, followers. Cause that's something that like is super like up in the air. Like a lot of people say it's so important. A lot of people even use like fake software or software stuff to like do follow mm-hmm. on follow. Um, not so much on the whole follow on follow thing, but just like does followers mean a lot? You know, should you be counting likes and stuff like that? And I kind of know the answer already, but uh, that's something that a lot of people think about. You know, they're always like, oh, I, you know, it's exciting when you first start out, but I've realized even now it's like not as exciting anymore. Uh, yeah. you know? and, I think it's kind of now, it's just, 
I used to care about that a while ago, but I just don't care because the stuff that I want to post is stuff that I really am passionate about and I love. And it's stuff that I want to put out there. And I don't think the number of likes and the number of followers means anything, but the times that I do think it does is if you're trying to start a business or something, or you want to start your own, um, Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and you're just trying to build your personal brand. I think it's important to like, before you start like going crazy with following people, if you even do that to just like add, like figure out what you want the world to know about you and like kind of come up with the idea of like, how can I build my brand or whatever, if that's what you're trying to do. Um, Cause I think a lot of people like to post things because they think people will like it more. Um, so they just, they post things what of what they think other people will like rather than what you like. And then it kind of gears away from who you actually are because you're so focused on the followers and the likes and all that stuff. So just, you need to stay true to you and not care about any of that stuff. I agree. But how do you, how do you, how do you balance that though with, listening to your audience and asking them what they need and want, um, you know, within your niche, of course. Um, and then at the same time saying, you know what, I'm going to share what's on my heart, you know, cause obviously if you share what's your in your heart, you'll weed out people and they'll follow you because of you. But at the same time, you know, you, you always need to listen to them, like comment on that. Yeah. So I have a, the first platform I think of when you're, when you're talking about this is Instagram. Like this is the the number one platform I think about this. And I do have followers from like Twitter and Facebook who have come to my Instagram because I think it's important to engage with your audience and what they want and all that stuff. Um, and obviously your niche and whatever I'm saying this so weird. Um, I use the crap out of Insta stories and I share my story and my message and I give back to my followers and stuff, um, through my Insta stories. And, um, I think it's important to use what you have to give to your audience so that they can like in a way that is personable to them so that they can reach out to you. Um, I get a lot of DMS a day of people who are like, thank you so much for sharing your, your journey and oh my gosh, this, what you, what you kind of said earlier, this resonates so well with me. Thank you. I'm not alone in this. That is, that's huge. And that's the way that I engage with my audience. I don't make very many Instagram posts at all. I do like a couple pictures and then, then an illustration and then whatever. I just, I focus so much on the day to day, like in interacting with people, um, through video on my Insta stories so that I can, it's built my engagement up so much. Like I've gotten so close with so many people rather than just making posts and like a caption. I, I don't know if I answered that right, but I think, no, I learned, I don't know if I did that right. Because one thing that I know when I first started out and I was like, it's important to show up in people's feeds, you know, like, like everyone says, you know, there's so much stuff going on. You got to show up. And mm-hmm. so being consistent and posting a lot, you know, et cetera. So I, I, I made the commitment to post something every day and that's something that I've done. And yeah. people like continue to DM me and thank you. Thank me for, for that, et cetera. But I really like that using the stories to more document the process, et cetera, and using the feed for more of just, you know, content and things that you want to share mm-hmm. and using the, the story to do the whole, like, what are you wanting? What do you need? You can even do polls and stuff, which is really, mm-hmm. cool. well, I think what's really, this is, this just brought this up. Um, I think it's so important to know that the way that you 
do your social media is completely personalized to you. Everyone, I feel like is so pressured to do it this way or that way or that way. You made a commitment to make a post every single day and um, show up in people's feeds and stuff. I've made a commitment to doing Insta stories every single day of like certain things. Well, whenever I feel like it's necessary. And then um, like commenting back to people who comment and like being genuine and stuff and all this stuff. Some people make commitments to making videos every single day, like posting them on their Instagram or on their social media or whatever, but it's whatever fits you. And that's, that's really important because if posting every single day isn't for you, don't give yourself that pressure because you're just begin you're going to become un- unauthentic, Authentic. How do you say that? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't. I can't even remember how to say it. Anyways, you're not. Yeah, you're not going to be authentic. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to be authentic. It's going to be so obvious too, because it's just going to be like, oh, that person just wants to post, or that person just wants to comment. So, don't be pressured by what other people are doing. Do what feels right to you. That's awesome. So maybe the overarching principle then is show up and care and interact and, and dialogue with people, whether that's through stories, whether that's through the feed, whether, exactly. you know, but do, do what comes natural. Cause people ask me like, Hey, what should I do? And then naturally I'm like, Oh, you need to post every day. Cause that's what I've done. That's what other I've seen other people do. But mm. I really like this. Cause I actually learned something from this too. And that is that you got to really be you. And that's such a cliche thing that people throw around, but it's so true. Like it's so yeah. weird. It's, like you're like, it, you're tired, you get tired of hearing it, but then you're like, no, but it is so true. And then you have deeper levels of getting that, you know? Yeah. And it's, you kind of put this pressure on yourself. I realized this, I kind of hit a wall, um, with posting all the time and all this stuff. I went over a year without not posting, like, with just not taking a break from it. So I went 10 days in January without posting a thing, like on my Instagram or anything. I remember that. That was, that was so crazy. Welcome back. (laughs) Yeah. That was so weird, but it was super important to to do that because I kind of reflected and was like, Hey, I'm putting too much pressure on myself to like make this stuff happen all the time, all the time, like make it so it's genuine and authentic and don't put so much pressure on yourself because at the end of the day, it's just you talking in a camera or posting something. It shouldn't be this like much pressure. Yeah. I, I really like that. I think that's really cool because I've actually been debating myself because I can, you know, it takes time to make posts and whatnot. Mm. And so I've actually been debating to skip like Saturdays. Like I'm I actually probably today I'm going to announce that I'm only going to like for now at least post six days a week because then I just have the weekend off uh, yeah. for myself, go to church or whatever. So I can just like focus on myself and get to, you know, family and friends, et cetera. Not and you can't, good. and you don't have to feel bad for it. Either. Exactly. And <laughs> it's my show. It's my channel, yeah, you know? Exactly. And, uh, you know, as long as you're listening and communicating with people at the same time, doing what's, what's working best for you. I think that's really mm-hmm. cool. Thanks for sharing yeah. that, man. I love yeah. it. I, I, I learned something. That's Absolutely. awesome. And that's really the really goal with this is I want to learn too. Uh, <laughs> um, so the, one question that I, I, I remember several, I don't know, weeks ago or a month ago, you posted a story and I actually wrote it down when I was on a walk because I wanted to, quote, I wanted to quote it to you in the interview because I knew I was going to interview you, but I couldn't find it. I didn't, ta- I didn't like save it properly or something. So okay. the, what you posted was somebody had DM'd you or something and, or, or something. And you were like, Oh my goodness, this is what it's all about. Like, I want to help like me helping people or like something like that. Me being there for people is what it's all about. 
like nothing more, nothing less. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I receive things as business, et cetera. But at the same time, like you literally, I was like something like, it's all about them. Like I love mm-hmm. helping people and that's all that matters. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that story real quick. And then kind of maybe just summarize everything of like, why do you do what you do? Like big picture, like super, super macro. Okay. I had this conversation yesterday, actually, um, of my why. And I, I'm trying to think back of what that post was. Cause I've, I've made a, you remember it, but you don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. But I, the whole point of everything that I do is nothing selfish whatsoever. Um, I want to do what I love so I can be happy as a person and I can just kind of, I know when I'm happy, I can just inspire other people and stuff, but helping people helps me so much. I love it. I enjoy it. That's not, that's something that comes so easy to me because I really am passionate about it and being able to kind of make my own schedule and work wise has, has given me the free time and ability to be able to reach out to more people. And I'm like, my why is if I'm able to build a platform for myself that can inspire other people to know, Hey, you're not alone. Hey, your life hasn't, isn't made up just because you're in college and you're going through all this stuff. And like, now I, I have to live the societal normal life. And for women, like they don't have to look a certain way on Instagram or be a certain way or like have all this makeup or show skin or do whatever. Like I want to show younger girls that, Hey, you can build a platform for yourself and inspire other people through your journey, being completely authentic and yourself and living your truth every single day. Um, I don't believe that we should just be on earth to work and pay bills and die. (laughs) I think we should all be here to inspire people through our experiences. Every single one of us has learned so much and we all learned in all these different ways. Like no one thinks the same way as anyone else does ever, like in this whole entire world. So we all have something to share and we all have something to benefit from each other. And I, I couldn't even imagine just (laughs) why wouldn't you want to inspire other people? (laughs) I know. <laughs> I don't know. Like it just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's my there's mindset. Nothing, there's, always nothing more like fulfilling. That. there's really nothing more fulfilling than. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And what's really freaking awesome is that when people talk about building their personal brand or wanting to help other people or doing stuff for free and all this stuff, it all comes down to just completely genuinely being yourself that's it. And if you are not happy with yourself, then that's the first project you should work on. And then when you, when you get there, um, the rest takes care of itself. And I think it comes natural, like more naturally to you when you're happy with yourself to live and inspire, inspire others and all that stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I, I love that. Like you said a quote there, you should totally put that on your store. I'm going to do it. It's going to, Summer Silvery says, why would you not want to help some or inspire somebody else? Like that's a super solid quote. I, do, I don't even, I can't even picture not doing that. It, I don't know. That would be weird. I love it. I love it. One of the uh, hashtags that I use is called learn and share. And that kind of goes along with the whole idea of growing your influence. And that is, you know, you can't share what you don't have. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. You know, if you don't, if you're not happy with what's going on right now, you got to share. And what's really cool mm-hmm. is that as you share, it actually helps yourself. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. you got to do both, but one helps the other and the other helps the other. Right. Exactly. So 
the last question I have for you, um, you know, what is the most influential thing that someone has told you or you've, you've, that somebody shared with you because it's all about learning and share what's good, right? So somebody shared with you something that blew your mind, maybe a quote, a book that they recommended or whatever. And then how has that drastically changed your life? And, you know, obviously helped you share and, you know, be a blessing to other people. Yeah. So I was, I was sent a quote a while ago and it has stuck in my brain for the long, I mean, I think about it all the time and it's the quote, I say this all the time, but this quote was sent to me and I can't, this has changed everything for me pretty much is no one is you. And that is your power. And I was so anxious. I didn't like where I was in life. I felt like I had nothing to offer in college and I was basically determining my self worth and everything in relationships in college. And when I read that quote, no one is you and that is your power. I was like, Oh my gosh, like if I were to pursue anything or go after what would make me happy or my passion, like that's all me. No one else can take that. Like people get so distracted by the saturation of everyone else doing other things um, or the same thing as them and all of this stuff. And like, no one is you at all. No one has your mind. No one has no one knows your next move. It's, it's you and you have so much to offer. And that that's like something I really needed to hear for myself, but I know a lot of people need to hear that because every single person in this world has something to offer. No one has your mind. I so love that. That, I, helped, that helped me a lot. That's an <laughs> amazing way, amazing way to end an amazing podcast interview <laughs> uh, conversation. No, really though, because the lessons you learn, like even if you learn the same thing, it's, is your version of it, you know? So, mm-hmm. And that, which, which was really cool is that, which qualifies you to then help somebody, uh, in that area, you know, like if you've mm-hmm. gone through relationship problems, if you've gone through, uh, you know, financial problems, you've learned those lessons and you didn't learn them just for yourself. Uh, you yeah. know, you learn them so you can help other people. So that's really, mm-hmm. really awesome. Thank you so much yeah. Summer for joining. How can people yes. get a hold of you? Um, people can get a hold of me, um, at Summer Silvery for any social media and, um, my website, summersilvery.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. I love, 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 love this podcast and you are incredible. Thank you very much. Wow. What an inspiring episode. I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking time to listen. You know, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, as well as visit empowergood.org to get all the latest updates on episodes coming up and other exciting things that happen. We'll see you in the next episode and remember to empower good.